Hey, this is Irene with CPIS Media, and we are celebrating Asian American and Asian Pacific Islander Heritage Month. So I want to talk about this show because, you know, if you're on social media and if you're on, if you're looking on different streaming and cable and whatnot, they're celebrating, they're showing movies, they have shows and things. So I wanted to check out something. So I landed on a show called Indian Matchmaker on Netflix. So we're going to talk a little bit about that as we celebrate Asian and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. So... I really enjoyed this show called Indian Matchmaker and most people in the American, uh, I won't say Americas, but I'll say in the United States culture is not very familiar with matchmaking and you know they have had other reality shows concerning matchmakers and basically it's kind of like being fixed up and I'm sure many people know what that's like. Someone fixes you up, except it's a lot more formal. It's It feels like less of a choice and more of a, in my opinion, a duty. Like, this is your only choice and your only option when it comes to marriage and finding love. And it has to meet with your parents' approval, which is also a big um, deal when it comes to Indian matchmaking. And, you know, I had some familiarization with um, matchmaking, but more of what you would call arranged marriages. So I had some type of background knowledge. But, you know, this show, I think, really enlightened me. And I enjoyed the show. Of course, the traditional things are there as far as the matchmaking element and the parents uh, putting together this marriage and relationship that will lead to marriage and them getting actually a matchmaker to try to put everything all together. And that's basically how the show works. It's like dating. And some people might even liken it to internet dating where you have multiple matches and multiple possibilities and you just take it from there. So it's kind of strange to see that connection with something so modern and even in some people's minds still taboo which is internet dating to something so traditional and that how those two things connect and in a way they both could be somewhat considered taboos depending on what country and what area you're coming from as far as arranged marriages a lot of people aren't fans especially of the those of the western world so when I saw this show I really felt like definitely had some old school tradition but it had a lot of updated elements to it and made me think about like somewhat of a regular dating show like there's a many dating shows out there the bachelor uh, one that i like called ready to love and just many many others countless dating shows so it was definitely giving me those vibes in 2021 but we're dealing with people from Indian cultures we're dealing with also Indian Americans which you might be able to relate to a little bit more 
as opposed to people from Indian cultures that you might not be familiar with. But we got to see a little bit of all of those sides. And uh, the Indian world, to me, seems very much modern and, and more updated um, than the past. I mean, I think our cultures are, are sim- somewhat aligned in many ways. But yes, they still do things in a different way. So I'm not going to get into the all of the people and characters in there, but I'm just going to get into a few of the people. They're not really characters because they're real people, but in a way they are. They're real life characters in their own reality show. So we're going to talk a little bit more about India Matchmaker. Uh, Join our fundraiser, get you some great popcorn, a nice little treat, and you will enjoy that treat and give us a little support at the same time. So I feel like that's a win-win situation. So if you like popcorn, there's some great gourmet popcorn we have available during our Popping Good fundraising fundraisers. And all you have to do is purchase a bag or two and you are getting yourself a great treat, as well as supporting us at the same time. So to learn more about the fundraiser and when we have the Popping Good Popcorn available, you can always go to our website at cbiztvonline.com. That's cbiztvonline.com. Thank you again for your support. So I feel the characters or the people, the real life characters were engaging and relatable and you can, I think anybody could relate to them on different levels. And that's what I like about reality shows and shows, especially showing different cultures and things that everybody's not used to. Everybody might not be familiar with because this, it can be engaging and you also learn, you know, how much we are similar to each other more than different so there were multiple people on there looking for love and for the most part I say everyone involved was really up for the matchmaking thing is for some of them it was their first time and it was somewhat new to them but they definitely were up for it and wanted to try this new way of finding some love and relationship and you know so Many of them did have their own experiences on their own, and some had been um, had done matchmaking before, and some had not. So, I honestly, it feels like being fixed up, except it's just a lot more professional because I think they have these paperwork called bio data. It shows a lot of things. It's like a little resume, basically that you probably should be asking people when you first start dating, but we probably don't. I mean, it checks off those boxes before you even meet the person. So I think that's really, that's one thing that I did like about it. And you can also do that with internet dating as well. But this thing was, I think, a lot more in depth. It showed the qualities, more of the qualities of the character of the person than, you know, I like to go um, swimming or my favorite food is Chinese or whatnot. I mean, you know, that's fun stuff and good stuff that you need to know. But it was like got deeper than that as far as their career, their goals, what they wanted in life. You know, you got to get more in depth. And 
everyone that was in the matchmaking process, they were like, basically, this is serious to us. You know, once you get to a point of getting a matchmaker, you know that it's not about playing games. You know, you know what lane you're in for the most part, that this person is serious about marriage and a long term relationship. So that's a good thing to know when you're walking into the door, because, you know, the way that we date a lot of times is not very calculated and we're just having fun and flimsy. And sometimes we get caught up with the wrong people and all of that. We're not on the same page. We didn't check. We didn't talk about those things that you really should talk about. So in a way, I really thought that that was like a good thing when it came to matchmaking, how you know, once you get to the point of settling down, okay, you meet this matchmaker and, you know, it's, we've gone beyond the games. We don't, we're not bothering with people that aren't on the same page. We all know that we're serious. So I think that was a good element of it. Another thing I liked about it was that it wasn't as if the people involved were, um, person was handpicked and chosen for them they had choices they had options of course it was probably fewer choices than if they may have gone out on the internet or gone out meeting people on their own but it was narrowed down and it was narrowed down to serious people that wanted to marry which was everyone's objective there was a young man that had seen over uh, 150 I think profiles or bio datas So he had not gone out with that many people, but he had seen that many profiles and had that many choices. So there were many options depending on, you know, what you were looking for and what you were thinking about at that time. So many people probably would think, well, it's only narrowed down to these five people and this is my only choices. And especially in today's world, I guess it's the matchmaking game has gone up as well. And there's a lot more ways and options and choices and of course I know they probably have dating um, for people that are Indian or people that do arranged marriages or matchmaking I'm sure they have their own websites as well so the options that they had back in the day probably don't compare to what they have now so it's I'm sure it's definitely much more updated but yeah one of the guys had over 150 options And he just wasn't feeling anybody. I think people got the impression that he was a playboy and that he maybe he didn't really want to settle down and he was playing games. But I don't really know or I'm not sure if that was his end game. He seemed like a good guy. He seemed like he was lonely and at some point he wanted to find love, but it just eluded him and it just wasn't working at the time. You know, I think timing is important too, but sometimes when we think we're ready we still may not be ready or things just might not be in the right place or we just don't meet that right person right when we're ready but I think that's true for a lot of relationships in general it takes time most people might feel they're ready and then it may take a while for them to meet that person that's also ready at the same time so there's a lot of different things to consider And there was a guy on there. It was like a really attractive couple. And I really thought that they were going to actually be a thing. I think that was her first, um, her first date that the matchmaker set up for her and things that went really well. No, the second one, the first guy, it didn't go too well. 
the second guy, I mean, they both were really attractive. They looked like a perfect match. They had a lot of fun on their day together. But he almost, I feel like he was playing that ghosting game. And I'm like, come on, you guys are supposed to be in the, be serious about this. This is matchmaking. How are we going to ghost her? This is not like a regular internet dating site. This is like serious. And I wonder how much money these people get paid or how much they pay matchmakers. They didn't really get into that part, but for it seems to be a lucrative business when it comes to people in the Indian culture. But yeah, this guy basically ghosted her and played her and they had a few good dates together. They had like at least six good dates. So it looked promising. But when they were supposed to meet up with her friends, and I think on the date before that, he kind of fell off. And I don't know. I did assume that he wasn't ready, but I don't really know the case. They did do like a follow up show. So I think I'm going to put that link in there for those of you that might be interested in this show and I do hope they continue some seasons in the future because that was only season one and you can find that show on Netflix but I really enjoyed that show it was also a young lady on there that to me she was giving me Karen vibes and people were saying she was getting an unfair rap I know she's Indian but she was giving me Karen vibes on the way that she chose her men and the, she just had a certain tone to her where she was just not vibing with anybody and they framed her that way and I do think it's unfair to frame somebody that way and uh, in the uh, post show after the season was over she was saying well yeah that was unfair for me to be framed in that way but she was definitely still giving me Karen vibes but I enjoyed her I thought that she was definitely different from what people would expect. An Indian woman that's really trying to settle down to be, you may see them as possibly being submissive and just um, doing whatever may be expected of a woman. But, you know, these women were all successful. They were all doing great things in their lives. So they didn't really have to pander to a man. But, you know, if you traditionally think about matchmaking and arranged marriages, you think that the man wants a docile woman that will just bow down and do what what he desires. But again, we're in 2021 and this show reflects that, that that's not the case in the matchmaking game and Indian matchmaking either. So that's really good to show the evolution, but it's still a very well held tradition for matchmaking and arranging marriages in the Indian culture. So she I, she opened up more and um, I really like to see how her character or how she evolved because, yeah, her real life character evolved as well. But, you know, I had more respect for her in the post show when she was talking about, well, I was framed in this way and, she, and I was talked about in this way but but that doesn't really mean that that's what I am or that was that was just a portrayal of me that she felt was unfair I get that but I think she she added a, a really great and interesting element to the show she was very hard to please and I liked her I really liked her her um 
her vibe and her personality. So, so many different elements in this show. Just a lot of fun. A little bit of the expected with the unexpected. Some dating things that you would expect from any show to just other cultural things and personal stories and all of that. It's just, it was good to see something different, something to me, it was something fresh and something that's not your norm. So I enjoyed that. There was another Indian couple. Um, the guy was really fun loving. He had tried, um, I, I'm not sure if he was married or he had date, had a long-term dating. I think he had a long-term dating relationship with the white person and he had just started to think about trying matchmaking with someone of his culture and he went on a couple of dates and you know it was this one date that he had though that I really thought that they were gonna uh, actually stay together they had a great time with each other they had a great connection so but you know the post show showed us that it didn't work out so I was a little disappointed about that but great show overall I know I gave you guys a lot of spoilers uh, but if you watch it you're still going to enjoy the experience and see you know see for yourself how it turned out because I didn't give like a fully in-depth of what you would actually see if you watched the show so we are celebrating Asian American and Asian Pacific Islander Heritage Month So I definitely wanted to share this show with you guys and you can watch it anytime on Netflix. And I'm hoping for a season two and let's just continue to celebrate each other. There's so much to celebrate, so much to love about our world, the people of our different cultures and nationalities, so much to learn, so much to respect. So I love all the celebrations. Let's continue to celebrate each other, learn more about each other. And be a peaceful, beautiful people. And that's our goal in this life. And just to see how much similar and how much more similar we are than different. And how much we're all looking for love. And that's what this show was all about. So thanks for hanging out with me here on CBiz Media. We're going to talk more later. Thanks a lot.